0: Welcome to Click, Treat, Repeat. This is a horse-focused podcast discussing positive reinforcement training, equine management and welfare, and other horse-related topics. So let's get started. Hi, it's Jen. I'm here by myself again today. Chloe is still a little bit sick. They have a bad cough still. Um, So hopefully they'll be able to join us next week again. But for now, it's just me. So. Today I am going to be talking about a question that we got and that question is, how to help a horse feel comfortable and confident crossing water? So I can't remember a lot of the specifics of this situation, but I'm just gonna talk about helping a horse be comfortable crossing water in general. And this actually is not something that I've personally had to deal with. It's just never really come up in my life. Um, I've you know, dealt with crossing logs or other scary things that might be on a trail, but not exactly crossing water, but um, it's going to be very similar to things that I have dealt with and also, you know, just thinking through the problem solving. There's some things that we can come up with. So one of the first things I would say is to make sure that your horse is comfortable around water touching them in general, especially touching their, their feet or their legs or wherever the water that you're asking them to cross is going to get to. Um, So maybe working on that first in a comfortable environment with like a hose and or a bucket, um, something like that, getting the horse used to having the water on their body um, in the spots that it's going to be touching when they are crossing the water. Um, I think that can be really helpful. Um, So maybe being able to kind of spray their legs with the hose and have them be comfortable with that or having them be able to put their foot into A bucket um, with water in it that could be a good first step to be able to get the horse comfortable with it in general and so for this step you would just need to start extremely small like if you're using the hose I would first start with just making sure that your horse will be calm in the environment where the hose is um, because you know the wash area can be pretty stressful for some horses so just getting that calm state before you begin any sort of real training there Um, and the way that you can do that is you can just bring them there, give them some food, let them look around, let them see that you know this is actually a pretty good safe place and that might take a couple times of just bringing them there not using the hose Um, and then you know at that point you could start bringing out the hose and Maybe you ask them to touch the hose or get just get them to be comfortable with the hose around, and then maybe you turn on the hose and spray it in another direction um, and then eventually you could get to where you're lightly spraying you know the the edge of their hoof, and then you're sort of working up to being able to comfortably spray where you need to spray to get them used to being wet there so um that's kind of like a kind of um condensed version of. Of what I would recommend for that step and then you know alternatively to the hose especially if it's a horse that you already know is afraid of the hose but maybe isn't afraid of water in general you could try with the bucket just getting them to put their foot into the bucket with the with the water in there um so I think that that is a good good plan to get started with getting them comfortable with water Um, so then you know after that point if, if it's a behavior that you can generalize to other environments, maybe go ahead and start doing that. You could start taking the horse to, um, you know, a different area and having them put their foot in the bucket with the water, things like that, getting it to be pretty comfortable for them. Um, and then at that point, once you kind of have that going well, I think that's when you can start going to um, bringing the horse to... A puddle or pond or river or hopefully not a like a river or anything too deep but um you know like start with the smallest type of of water crossing that you can get maybe after it's rained and there's some small puddles on the ground uh, maybe start with that because that's sort of a small small step and get them really comfortable with walking through small puddles and obviously reinforce them um I'm giving this, this all as kind of a method where I would be reinforcing and, and shaping during this process as well to get that calm behavior and to get the, um, you know, the horse to be kind of engaging in this game of like, oh, I'm getting snacks for, you know, participating. Um, and that can build a positive association with the water as well. So from there, I would, again, start with like a small puddle and kind of do the same thing, just reinforce them for even just looking at or briefly approaching the puddle. And then eventually if they can touch it a little with one hoof, then heavily reinforce that until, you know, you get them to be able to put both hooves into the puddle and eventually walk through the puddle. Um, So just kind of breaking it down into those small steps. And then once you get sort of like a small puddle kind of under your belt, then you can move to the next kind of step of maybe a bigger puddle or Um, maybe a a little small like creek or stream or something like that Um, and I think one of the big things here is giving them time and allowing them to really be comfortable with the environment and not like forcing them to cross or putting heavy amounts of pressure on them to force them to cross obviously if it's an emergency situation and it's like there's a like Bear chasing us and the horse needs to cross, then in that case, yeah, do what you got to do. Like, I would be hitting my horse to get them to cross to get away from a bear, but you know, with the humane hierarchy, we don't want to be doing those type of things when we can avoid it because it's just not the kindest or most gentle way of working with horses and respecting their autonomy as sentient beings. So, I would recommend not using pressure since ideally this should not be done during an emergency. Um, And that's kind of another point is that I would avoid as much as you can situations in which your horse is going to have to cross because the more that you can approach this with patience and the more that you can approach it with like just showing up and letting your horse kind of get comfortable with what's going on, I think the better the results are going to be and the better experience it's going to be for you and your horse, like less stressful, less like, you know, the horse just hating it and wanting to get out of there. So that's again why I wouldn't recommend using the pressure is because that's gonna, you know, not be forming those positive associations that we want to form with crossing. And, um, you know, if you do choose to do pressure and release training, there's a lot of methods out there for teaching them to cross water, most of which are adding pressure and, you know, making it be a bad place to be outside of the water and then you know once they start to cross removing that pressure at least I think I'm not a negative reinforcement trainer so I can't say for sure but um, I know Clinton Anderson has a method for crossing water would not recommend even for anybody who does negative reinforcement not going to recommend Clinton Anderson Um, but so those are just some general thoughts that I have and you know when your horse does step in the water or do something, make it be a really big deal. Feed them a lot of treats, praise them a lot. Um, Maybe if they're itchy somewhere, give them some scratches there. Just try to make it the best experience that you can because we want the horse to be seeing like, oh, hey, this is actually really cool. When I get to cross the water, it's lots of fun. And we wanna be kind of building that, that love of crossing the water up. Um, Another thing that you can use is if they have like a target behavior, um, like a hand target or even just like a stick target. Um, I mean, you can ask them to touch something that is in the water and just see if they'll do it. Um, Sometimes like having another behavior to focus on can be beneficial to getting them to do it. But then on the other hand, it can also just make it worse by... um, making them feel stressed because they want to actually touch the target as you're asking them but they're they don't feel comfortable with the water so just be aware that that could be something to try but also be just very careful with it because you don't want to be causing more frustration or causing the horse to feel confused about what's going on so um i think that that can be useful and then the last thing i'll say is that in an environment or an area where The horse is pretty anxious doing something like pattern games like control unleashed can be really beneficial for building confidence and helping a horse become more comfortable in a certain area so um i as you know if you listen to the previous episode i recently went to a control unleashed for horses clinic and it was really cool and i learned a lot Um, i'm not going to share any of the pattern games because again i just don't feel like it's my information to share but there's a lot of information online, especially about using it for dogs and it can easily be kind of um, adapted to horses. So there are some little kind of pattern games that you can you can use with your horse that can help them get more confident when they're in a space or if they're getting nervous. Um, so those are just some general tips that I would recommend for getting a horse used to crossing water. And I mean, just be patient and understand that horses are scared of novel things and new environments and that's just how horses are by nature so that's something that we just have to be understanding about and you know it's not natural for them to just immediately do something they're scared of so giving them the time to work up to it and to feel comfortable before you know they have to do it is really beneficial so yeah um, I'm going to end it here, and I'm sure there's a lot more that we could have said about this topic or other ways of going about this using positive reinforcement. And it's a shame that Chloe wasn't here to share their perspective as well. But I hope that this was helpful and just maybe gave you something to think about as well. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Click, Treat, Repeat. Feel free to check us out on Instagram at click, treat, Repeat Pod. You can find Jen at Genuine Equine and myself at bonafide.bt. We upload new episodes every Monday and hope to see you then. Happy training.